What is up, guys? Welcome to First Cut. This is our Oscar prediction episode. I am here with Sabrina and RB3, and we are excited to talk about this year's Oscar nominations. We are big Oscar fans. All of us love award films, so we are excited to talk about what we think is going to win and how it's going to be decided at this year's Academy Awards. Uh, so we're going to do who we want to win and who will win. Uh, like we always do every year, we're going to decide the one that we personally, in our hearts, would love to see get a victory, but who we actually think will win as well. Uh, and sometimes those line up. I think they're going to line up a lot this year, in my opinion. Let's start with the first category, which is actor in a leading role. The nominees are Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, and Stephen Yen for Minari. I'll start with you, Sabrina. Uh, I think it's easily cemented that the front runner for this is Chadwick Boseman. And I am definitely not mad about that at all. I think out of this entire list, the three best performances are Riz Ahmed, Chadwick Boseman, and um, Stephen Yen. I would also, I, I did just finish The Father, so I would, I would not mind if Anthony Hopkins won, but Chadwick Boseman is my choice and he is the clear winner. RB3. Uh, yeah, Chadwick should win, and uh, yeah, he he's going to win. I mean, it's it's obvious. And mm-hmm. if they didn't give it to him for this, I mean, it's 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 like a afterlife lifetime achievement award, like almost in, in a certain mm-hmm. way. So, because uh, we go back and watch like. I'm like I just watched Get On Up again recently, and he's so good in that. He's like so such ma- such a magnetic character actor and, and personality. So I mean, I also love um, Riz Ahmed in the Sound of Metal as well. That's that's another brilliant performance. That so is this that right? is a tough year because we do have a lot of really great performances, and people like the Anthony Hopkins and the Gary Oldmans are kind of at the bottom of this. And then we have like Stephen Yen, Riz Ahmed, and Chadwick with these stellar performances. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you guys have said. It's exciting to see people like Stephen Yen and Riz Ahmed nominated, and hopefully that leads to more future nominations for them. But I think if any year, uh, Chadwick Boseman, I, I, let's start off with the film as a whole. His performance in this movie is phenomenal. Like, I really do feel like there is no denying that he is one of the best performances of the year. Uh, So I don't feel like necessarily this is like, oh, we're just giving it to him because of what he's done in the past and all that. I really do feel like he's worthy Mm -hmm. to win it for just this film, Um, which is why I will say Chadwick will win and he should win. So let's move on to actor in a supporting role. Uh, The nominees are Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of the Chicago 7, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, Paul Reishi for Sound of Metal, and Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. I'll start with you, RB3, this time. Um, In my opinion, the should win is uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Judas and the Black Messiah. To me, uh, he killed, he knocked out the park, even though a little bit of a miscasting in terms of like the age, you know, but otherwise... Uh, he did a really great job, and he really overcame the British thing. I know a lot of people was hand on him for that, but still really did a great job. And and, and I just think nailed it as Fred Hampton. He really got that charisma. And I think that's why he's winning all the awards. Um, now, will win, though, it's a little bit tricky because I think everything is indicating that he will win from the Golden Globes win and the SAG win. But the fact that they also nominated Lakeith Stanfield is a little weird. I don't know if that is going to split the vote somehow. Mm-hmm. If some people who are going to vote for Judas and Black Messiah are going to think they're going to vote for Lakeith because he had a meteor role or something like that, and it might mess things up. So 
Um, even though I think there's a good chance that Dan Kaluuya will win, I'm still going to say Leslie Odom Jr. pulls it out um, as the will win for this one. So what? Whoa, out of nowhere. <laughs> what? Wow. It's Leslie Odom Jr. He comes out with a steel chair because I, I, why? <laughs> I don't think he's won anything. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I mean, this splitting the vote, splitting the vote, we've seen it happen time and time again when things have, have, have yeah. been in the wars and they split the vote at the very last second at the Oscars. Kate Winslet had a had a situation like that, I believe, a few I, years ago. Yeah, but out of everyone, Leslie Odom, you think he's higher up there than maybe Sasha Baron Cohen, who did win a, a Golden Globe as well? No, but that's for comedy. That's for comedy. It doesn't count. Sure. I agree. I don't think it should. I don't think it should be nominated, in my opinion. But that's a whole different conversation. I had uh, a yeah. Go I ahead. had a similar thought process to RB three about the splitting the vote. Um, I honestly, personal, one hundred percent opinion, think Paul Racy should get it. Uh, I yeah. thought Paul Racy was as good as Riz Ahmed was in the film with even less screen time. They were both incredible. Um, it's He should be in the conversation just as much as Riz Ahmed is. It was really beautiful to see them interact on screen. Uh, so Paul Racy is my personal choice. I know he's never going to win. That's kind of why I'm rooting for him in this. It is between Daniel Kaluuya for me and I hate Sasha Baron Cohen. As much as I enjoy him, I do think there is a very high chance that he's going to get the win in this uh, category. I think it's possible. I would be so mad if he does get the win because I really do feel like it's Daniel Kaluuya's award by a mile, in my opinion. Uh, everything RB3 said, he really does turn into Fred Hampton in that movie and really transforms his role. Uh, so I will say will win, should win, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, I hope he wins. I think he will win. I hope so, too. too. I'm like 60% sure he's going to win, but the 40% is saying Leslie Odom and for me, too. I'd uh, like to see Leslie Odom. If it's not Daniel Kaluuya, I'd love to see Leslie Odom. Get I, if I'm being real, yeah. if I'm being real too, y'all, if I'm being real, I'm going to say this up front. I don't think they're giving white people any awards this year. Like in terms of the acting, like I'm being real. I'm just seeing how the vibe is right now. And I don't think it's going to happen. We're so. literally moving on to a next category where I think a white person is going to win it. Uh, okay. That's actress so, in a yeah. role. Uh, right. because this is the white people movie, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, but it is. Uh, actress in a leading role, the nominees are Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andrew Day, The United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand, No Man Land, and uh, Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Uh, I already spoiled mine, so I'll just say it. Uh, it's going to be Frances McDormand, um, even though I feel like if I had to pick, I mean, obviously Frances McDormand does what she does and she kills it, but I, I would say Viola Davis. That's my opinion. What do you think, Sabrina? Uh, this is the hardest category out of all of them, especially for anyone who's keeping up with the stats from other awards. Viola just won SAG. Frances has won a ton. Uh, Andre Day, she she won the Golden Globe. Carrie Mulligan's won a ton of awards as well. Her and Frances are basically neck and neck when it comes to the smaller awards. I'm going to go Carrie Mulligan as an upset, uh, wow. even though it is kind it of, be an upset. it's not even, yeah, it would be an upset just because of Frances McDormand, everything that, you know, she's won awards in the past. She seems to be a favorite. I would personally choose Viola Davis, but I am going, I'm going with Carrie Mulligan will win. And this is genuinely the hardest category. I feel like this is the biggest toss up and any of, 
on any given day, anyone besides Vanessa Kirby could win. I feel like yeah. Vanessa Kirby's the only one that's counted out at this point. Just Can I just say that she's, she's definitely worthy, though, for a nomination. Oh, the movie, it's great. Yeah, the yeah. movie, the film was she's great. phenomenal. I would have loved to see somebody like Sidney Flanagan get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, but that's true. If, if not, like, all these performances are incredible. I just think she's the one that's kind of already counted out based yeah. off of past awards. Even Andre Day has a shot, if we want to be honest, because yeah. of that win that she got. Uh, what do you think, RB3? Um, yeah, no, nah, to me, I, for, 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 I think even though Frances McDormand is a Hollywood legend, even though I think, you know, no man, she Land won a lot like of the, awards, man. She, she won a lot of awards. I do think, you know, the fact that she's a producer on this movie also like helps them kind of ease their minds and thinking, oh, okay, maybe we're not going to vote for her in this category because she is going to win for the be- when they uh, nominate for best picture. I mean, you think that's funny. You think that's, I mean, we're laughing at that, but that's how some of these people think. You got to understand these are like 8,000, 9,000 Academy members we're talking about here. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, like, I think people know, like they screwed over Viola Davis for years upon years upon years. Like they knew they shouldn't have put her in best supporting actress so that year. You're going to say should win, will win Viola Davis. I think should win will win is Viola Davis for sure. I think that's uh, I think that's especially from SAG. I mean, the actors vote for these categories. I think SAG is indicator. And besides, like, bro, this is Black Lives Matter. Like, this is like this is like 2021. We're talking about it's a different time. I don't think they're they're gonna make the same mistakes as like it made in previous years. And just like to have oh, actor yeah. and actress both be from Ma Rainey's Black Bottom would be definitely interesting. It would um, be. I still feel like that would still subside because Best Picture is still the biggest award in any. Uh, yeah, of that, course. That oversees True, everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like it really does. They, they don't want an Oscar so white situation. Like they want the exact opposite. Like I'm sure of that. And just from seeing what SAG has gotten so far, where Golden Globe has gotten so far, like everything is think, going like out of the park. Yeah. Like you know for. For people of color, like winning these awards, so I, 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 especially for Viola, I mean, they've, I mean, people, I mean, Viola's been having like her moment, like in twenty twenty, like even before Ma Rainey came out. You remember during the summer she had that speech that went viral, like you know where she was, you know, being compared to like Meryl Streep, but not even paid as much. Like people been hyping up Viola Davis for a long, long time, deservedly so. Like I think this is, uh, this is a real momentum shift we're gonna see. It might be a little bit of an upset, but I don't think it's the most, the biggest upset. I don't think it would be either, but I still feel like. Francis McDormand's going to win. Uh, that's just my thoughts as far as what everyone's saying. Uh, actress in a supporting role. Uh, the nominees are Maria Bakalova for Borat, subsequent film. Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. Olivia Coleman for The Father. Amanda Seyfried for Mank. And Yung Jung Yoon for Minari. Um, I'll start with you, RB3, on this one. Uh, to me, will win and should win is Yung Jung Yoon and Minari. Oh, yeah, I like it, is. Sabrina. What do you think? I agree. Will win. Yu Jung Yoon. Yeah, I would like to see Maria Bakalova. Like if they if they don't go with uh, Yu Jung Yoon. No, if they don't go, if I just don't want to see Glenn Close. Olivia Coleman did do really great on The Father. I just feel like you cannot you cannot say that there's a better uh, supporting performance than Yu Jung Yoon. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make it a three peat, y'all. Yoon Jung Yoon. <laughs> Uh, for Minari, you, you guys know how I feel about that movie. I think I put it like my number two of the year. Uh, yeah. I love that movie. And yeah, she's worthy. And I would love that win. I think it'd be a f- great win for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to animated feature film. A little bit of a twist yeah. here. Uh, what a weird... Okay, let's just read the nominations. Uh, uh, nominations for animated feature film are Onward, uh, uh, Over the Moon, uh, Netflix. A, Sh- a Shaun and the Sheep movie, Netflix, Farmageddon, S- Soul, <laughs> 
and just the wolf walkers uh this is the easiest one guys it's gonna be so it should be so yeah uh, i'll go to urb3 yeah, I mean, it's, it's monopolizing. They, I, I mean, all, you know, Netflix and Disney monopolize this one. It's a little bit weird, but I'm all for it. These are all great films. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw. I'm, I, I used to be. A I haven't Trump seen. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah. uh, and... no, the only one I haven't seen is, is Wolf Walkers, but that's Apple TV. Soul is definitely the winner. No denying it. It's just, I just, I what part of what, what makes me wonder is that they put Pete Doctor and Dana Murray on here. Part of me wonders is. Uh, is Kim Powers going to be included in, in, in that Oscar win too? Um, I don't know. That's I a little funny. That as well. I noticed that as well. Um, that is really interesting. But Soul, I think, is going to be the winner. But Wolf Walkers, I think, is one that we shouldn't count out. Uh, that's basically one of the front runners in terms of the discourse and the conversation. People are going to bat saying Wolf Walkers deserved it. I have not seen it, so I can't, uh, I can't speak on that. But I think Soul should win, will win. I think there's been so many years when we've given this award to subpar Disney films, and finally they make a great one. Yeah, we gotta we gotta award the great one. That's just my opinion. Yeah, number um, one of the 2020. Let's finish out this half with cinematography. Uh, the nominees for cinematography are Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, News of the World. Nomadland and Trial of the Chicago Seven. I'll go to you, Sabrina. This is kind of a strange category as far as like, we don't know who's going to win. At least I don't think we know. Uh, what do you think? News of the world, baby. No, um, I have Tom no Hicks? idea. Yeah, I have White no idea. Nobody Summer. talked about, <laughs> nobody even talked about News of the World for so long. Um, I'm surprised to see you get this nomination for this. I think will win, should win would be Nomadland. I I kind of expect to see Nomadland get that award. Um, yeah, I this is a hard one for me. This it is, is a really, really tough one a... because I really do also enjoy Mank cinematography. And that's one of my favorite aspects of that film. Cause obviously you guys know my, but also Judas and the Black Messiah had really, really great cinematography. So what do you guys think? Yeah, uh, what do you think RB3? I'm well, kind of disappointed yeah. there's not one in here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm very disappointed Tennis not here. Um, I don't know why. I think that movie's very well shot. I don't know. I, I kind of agree. I'm low key yeah. with you. I don't. Yeah, I think. I still think Minari should be in here too, though. Uh, Minari I definitely. Think Minari too. would be my number one if it was nominated. Why is Why is Trial of Chicago Seven in here? We have to why stop is Trial of Chicago Seven <laughs> at all in there? It's what, I don't, I don't I, understand. The, that's, that's cinematography. That's all right, go ahead, man. Sorry. News of the, News of the World. They paid for. And Juice and the Black yeah. Messiah is actually a pleasant surprise because it actually is a really well shot movie. It is. Um, it that's is. one of the things like I stood out to me when I first saw it. Um, to me, the the will win is Nomad's Land um, for sure. Um, the should win, you know, the should win, I think, is Nomad's Land. But I'm not going to lie. Mank is really beautiful to watch. Like Mank is a very beautiful movie to look at. The black and white cinematography, the way they use the cameras. I've spoken about this before, but there are scenes where you can see them like fade to black. They're not fading to black in film. You can literally see the lights fading down themselves. Like, so they must have had somebody on the dial, like bringing it down manually. It's That's really nice. I, I appreciate those little touches. The fact that they only shot it in black and white too. So, yeah, I'm kind of actually, maybe I will say Mank, Mank, Mank does deserve to win, in my opinion. But uh, Mank low-key is like pretty, pretty dope. I, I just think the problem with Mank is the scale. Uh, yeah. There isn't a lot of scale there. A lot of it is is Gary Oldman in a room. Uh, that's like, you know, 
at least half the movie. Uh, so mm -hmm. I feel like that's a problem when it's cinematography and you're just kind of mixing up the shots in the room. Obviously, when they go to the set and all that, it's some really cool shots, uh, mm -hmm. really well shot. And obviously the black and white aspect, the lighting aspect is really important. Um, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say will win Nomadland, should win. I'll say Judas and the Black Messiah. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I, there's, there's one scene in Judas and the Black Messiah that I think was like, Great acting, but also great cinematography. The scene where, um, where uh, Fred Hampton is speaking to the the yeah. leader to the other gang, and then uh, there's a moment where, uh, where Lakeith Stanfield gets like realized from a previous scene yeah. by another character, and they do like this really like cool like shot where it's like a dual split focus of like you see him on this side of frame and and uh and 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 the on this side of frame and it's like super intense i don't know there's some there's some really good shots in there so those were some cool shots in that in that entire scene where you see the guys up on the rafters with yeah, the guns just lining yeah. up right behind the head of uh fred hampton it was really cool yeah. uh Either way, guys, with that being said, we're going to go to break. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about screenplay and then obviously the biggest one of all, best picture. This ain't funny, so don't you dare laugh. With the four-fifth divide you in half. You getting at me equals a club ass. You do the math. Take you out the equation. This ain't funny, so don't you dare laugh. Did you watch Godzilla vs. Kong? Well, check out our spoiler review available exclusively on First Cut. Enjoy. Uh, I thought this movie was okay. Uh, I, I'm with you guys. I, obviously, the fights were a lot of fun and all that, but I still feel like out of all the MonsterVerse movies, as far as the ones we are currently in now, I think this might be the weakest human one. Uh, as far as like, I just did not care at all about Rebecca Romaine, Alexander Skarsgård, uh, and then the evil people of color. <laughs> well, first of uh, all, it was Rebecca. It was Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall. Rebecca, Rebecca Hall. Yeah, I'm she's sorry. On Come on now. Uh, I apologize, but either way, I just didn't care, uh, and I, I I thought it was whatever. Check out our new website on geeksofcolor.co/first-cut to check out our reviews, our videos, and articles that pertain to everything first cut related. Check it out. Come along, children. Now we're going to have a little music. What's up, guys? We're back talking about our nominations for Oscars. Uh, this is our not our nominations. These are the nominations for Oscars. We're going through them, picking our nominees and who we our think. Predictions. Our predictions. Our predictions. That's what it is. Our uh, I'm going nuts, guys. Uh, either way, let's start with original screenplay for writing. The nominees are Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of Chicago 7. Ooh. Uh, I think this one might be split for will win and should win. Uh, what do you think, Sabrina? This is so hard. There are so many of these. Um, I think will win. I, I feel it. like it's going to be Tyler Chicago 7 <laughs> will win. Uh, of course, it is it's Sorkin, and this has already gotten so many nominations. People are really loving Trial of Chicago 7. I, I would be absolutely shocked if Trial of Chicago 7 doesn't win in this category. I think should win literally any of the other movies. Any of the other movies besides that? Okay, should win. Uh, my, my personal pick, Yes. I would have to say Judas and the Black Messiah for screenplay. Uh, which is, mm. this is a very tough choice, but I would say Judas and the Black Messiah. That's a hefty screenplay. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, RB3, what do you think? Um, yeah, I unfortunately, I do think it will be Child of Chicago 7 that will win. Um, it's really looking like it's pushing that direction, all the love they're giving it. Um, I think uh, should win. I would actually probably give it to... Um, I would actually probably give it to Minari. I really love the screenplay of Minari. I thought it was very Mm -hmm. moving. Part of me also wants to say Young, Promising Young Woman as well, because I think that's also Promising Young Woman's really well written. Yeah, very inventive screenplay, very like, you know, original. But I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I also think Minari is up there too. So, like like you said, Sabrina. All of these are good. Any of the other ones. Yeah, literally any of the other ones, like besides Child of Chicago 7. Yeah. Yeah, because even Judas and Black Messiah. Yeah. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop my uh, my upset. I'm gonna do it right now. I'm gonna say Minari's gonna win. It's not Minari's gonna, gonna win. Lee Isaac wow. Chong coming up with that interception out of nowhere. Uh, I'm gonna say Minari's gonna win, and and I feel like they should win. So uh, we'll see what happens. I, I just don't to think like enough people are gonna be like Josh Chicago Seven, Aaron Sorkin. You, he did no, it. No, it is like no, come on, it's, y'all. Come I'm on. I'm. I'll get to that when we get to the the category, but. I really do have a feeling that it's going to take home awards that we don't want it to. So Yeah, we'll see. Uh, let's move on to Adapted Screenplay, which is the nominees are Borat Subsequent Film, The mm-hmm. Father, Nomadland, One Night in Miami, and The White Tiger. Um, what do you guys think? I'll start with you, RB3. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I partially feel like uh, I partially feel like Nomadland uh, will win because it, it seems to have so much momentum right now. Um, what should win, though, I'm going to say One Night Miami. Um, I think it did a really good job adapting that screenplay and making it feel cinematic in, in every way that it possibly could. So um, that that would probably be my... But even on Nomadland, I'm still a little shaky. I don't know if it's going to win. This one's a little more competitive than I think the other categories. I'm going to do it again. One Night Miami should win, will win. Mm, uh, okay. I think this is it's adaptation, right? This is clearly the best adapted screenplay of the year, in my opinion. Uh, so that's my choice. What do you think, Sabrina? That's because the actual best adapted screenplay wasn't nominated. Uh, I'm thinking of other things for yeah, Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. That it wasn't even nominated. Um, that would have been my choice, but since I have to go off of this list, yeah, I'm I'm gonna say will win. It, it really is. I feel like they might give it to the father. Um, and if you have, has either of you seen it yet? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, they did a really, really great job with the screenplay. I, I really enjoyed the film a lot more than I even thought I was going to. So I feel like if you're going to give any award to the father, it, it would be this one. Um, it's just like dizzying, immersive. Like we are put into Anthony Hopkins characters perspective it, it is something else. I, I haven't seen anything that interesting in like a while. So I say will win the father should win one night in Miami. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with the father, but obviously you never know, man. Old people have power in Hollywood and they love movies about old people. Um, so you might be right. You might be on to something. Uh, let's move on to our favorite category, RB3. And I hope you're ready. <laughs> visual effects visual effects <laughs> hey, man, we we've had it. battles we've had wars uh I, i've had snipers on your head you've had assassins chasing my back 
uh, all about visual effects and we get into <laughs> debates about it. But uh, this year's nominees are a little bit a little bit sad, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> the nominees are Love and Monsters, Midnight mm-hmm. Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Man. No, The One and Only Ivan. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Tenet. Uh, yeah. RB3. You have a so, clear winner here, right? Well, yeah, I do. I do have. Well, first, let me say uh, the Midnight Sky Netflix film. Congratulations, Netflix. They always find a way to get visual effects nomination. Uh, and I think it was really good. They look really great in the big 4K. That was one of the first movies I watched on a big 4K TV downstairs. Uh, Mulan, come on now. Uh, Tenet, as the clear winner, should win and will win. So, What do you think, Sabrina? Yeah, I think out of this list, the only one that I really care about in this category is Tenet. Uh, and I'm not even as big of a Tenet stan as the two of you are, or as... Are you both? Yeah, I, I'm a tennis You guys are fan. both, right? I'm I know, RB3, I know you are. <laughs> You're like, I don't even remember what you said about that. I was like, I can't, now I can't remember because there was just so much discourse, but I think will win, should win Tenet. Uh, and I would be really, really happy to see it because I was blown away by the visual effects in this film. I, I think this is uh, an easy one and it should be an easy one. It is will win, should win Tenet by a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tenet is insane. And no nomination for sound category. We can skip over that category because they didn't nominate it. Yeah, we're skipping the short films well, too, Sound guys. of Metal deserves it and will win. Yeah, it'll, it'll oh. probably win it. Wait, yeah. wait. Before we skip over short films, uh, distant, Two Distant Strangers, really dope one. Um, it was actually produced by Kevin Durant and a lot of cool a lot of cool people. And you can actually hey, show that. He's um, texting me yeah. some wild stuff, bro. No, I mean, hey, he's, he's a funny guy. Um, so it's a really good one. You should check that. Also, an animated short film, Borrows on Disney+. Plus. A lot of these short films you can actually stream. And shout out to If Anything Happens, I Love You. Uh, some people from USC actually worked. Some of my classmates from USC actually worked on this film um, and is nominated. Uh, shout out to Will Mick. Car Mac, uh, USC graduate, recent graduate, so uh, very close associate. So I don't know personally, but you know, p- close to people I'm close with. So uh, let's move on to original score. Uh, original score is always a great category because everyone loves music, and music mm. and films is super important. Uh, the nominees for original score are The Five Bloods, Mank, Minari, News of the World, and Soul. Uh, there is one gigantic massive snub here that I think is unforgivable and that everyone's like, oh, he already won one. And I'm like, I don't care. I literally floated when I listened mm. to it. I was levitating, bro. Mm. Uh, my feet were off the ground like Chris Angel <laughs> uh, mm. when I listened to that damn score because it's incredible. Uh, where the hell is Ludwig Gorenson for Tenet? That score like blew me away. Yeah. Uh, either way, this is the nominees we have to work with. So I'm going to start with my my other score that I really did get blown away by as I was watching the movie and I tweeted this out, I said, wow, this is the best score I've heard all year. It is Soul. I thought the soul, the score for Soul was phenomenal. Should win, mm. will win by a mile. Yeah. It's going to be Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross for Soul. Yeah, 100% agree. Will yeah. win, should win, so uh, it's not It's gorgeous, close. man. That stuff was yeah. wild. Yeah. When I heard it, I was like, yo, this is an animated movie? I feel like yeah. I'm watching like something else it was a phenomenal what do you think oh yeah go to no i'm sorry i was just gonna say the score was so good it even helped so get a sound nomination which you don't really see animated films yeah get sound nominations that much but yeah yeah 
I, I actually agree with you guys 100%. I think Seoul will win, should win. Uh, I really got to see News of the World because with all these nominations and all these random categories, cinematography, score, I'm just curious as to how it pay is, it. you know? They well, yeah. It. But it's still. that Tom Hanks money, bro. <laughs> it's that Chet Hanks money. Chet yeah, Hanks? I'm selling Chet all those t-shirts. <laughs> hey, Jamaican man. Come on now. It's, it's a white, a white boy, boy summer. summer. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins and Gary Oldman. Let's go! It's a white boy summer. Yeah. Legit, bro. It's always a white boy summer at Oscars, guys. Yeah, Oscars time. White boy summer. Uh, anywhere in Hollywood, white boy summer. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you, Sabrina. Uh, but it's 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 whatever news of the world. That's just my mm. opinion. Um, uh, did you you said so as well. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to uh, international film. I'm curious to hear you guys talk about this international film. Uh, nominees are Another Round, Better Days, Collective, The Man Who Sold His Skin, and Quo Vadis Aida. Uh, what do you guys think? Have you seen any of these? I have. Uh, um, oh, dude. Okay. Uh, so I watched Another Round a hot minute ago, way before I even finished um, the rest of the ones that were kind of like the Oscar films that I was trying to catch up on by the end of the year. Another round absolutely blew me away. I think will win, should win, even though it is the only one that I've seen on this list. So obviously I could be wrong. But the reason why I do think it's a lock to win is because the director is nominated for best director as well. So I just think that is a 100% a lock for him to get international feature film. What do you think, RB3? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to watch any of these movies to know what's going to win. It's definitely going to be uh, another round, just for the fact that it's nominated for best director. Uh, you know, it just shows it has a really wide appeal. Um, also, Collective is nominated for best documentary. I was going to mention Collective. Yeah, Collective yeah. is getting a lot of buzz too. Yeah, it's best. You know, it's a four-hour movie, not very accessible. Um, by the way, Snyder Cut people, hey, four-hour movie, Romania. Hey, come on see, now. Snyder see, Cut for the Oscars. You know, Hashtag come on, Snyder Cut for Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm with you guys. I think it's going to be another round, but it could be an upset for Collective. I could see that because of the uh, attention it's getting. Uh, speaking of directing, guys, let's do it. Best director. Um, nominees are another round. Uh, it is Thomas Vertenberg, uh, Mank, David Fincher, Minari, Lee Isaac Chung, Chloe Zhao, Nomadland, and Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. Can I throw my hat in the ring for Regina King? Um, throwing my hat for Regina, I think she should be in there. That's just my opinion. Uh, who do you guys think is going to win, and who do you guys want to win? Sabrina. Um, out of this list, I would really like to see basically this is, this is tough. I think should win personally, I would go Lee Isaac Chung. Um, wow. I think I really do him or Chloe Zhao. I just, she, she's won a lot of the awards. I thought if they were going to go any different direction with this one, if they were going to give nomad land best picture, give Lee Isaac Chung uh, best director. I don't know. I think it's going to be Chloe Zhao, but um, it, for me personally, I would pick Lee Isaac Chung. What about your over three? Um, yeah, I mean, to me, I would probably say Chloe Zhao will win. And um, I, I personally think she she should win, too. I mean, I think Lee Isaac Chun did an amazing, amazing job with Minari and um, made a really beautiful, personal, heartfelt story. 
Um, I, I, I just think that Chloe Zhao has her directorial style is a little more distinctive, you know, and I think that really is something that Academy voters really look for and, and they're who they pick to win. So can I, can I throw a wrench for you guys? What about Spike Lee? Spike Lee to, for nominating for nominating yeah. for best director. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think you should be no? nominated for best director okay. from being real. No, nah, cause I don't think I don't, I, I like the five bloods, but it wasn't, it, it wasn't even near one of his best, nor was it. No, nah, I don't think it was even that. It wasn't near the caliber of some of these movies. Now that being said, though, even though David Fincher is like a lower tier, you know, nominee, like you know, relative to I think Chloe Zhao and Lee Isaac Chung, and maybe maybe even Emerald Fennel, um, I, I still do think uh, I still do think if anything, they might show him some love because he's a veteran director who's um, still to this day has never won Best Director. Can you believe that? Um, mm-hmm. So I think I think if anything, that that might give him a little sympathy. For David Fincher, but I, I still think it's Chloe Chloe's house to to take home. It is. I think it's it really too is special. Yeah, it's too special yeah. of a year um, when it comes to stories like Lee Lee Isaac Chung and Chloe Zhao's films. Uh, I just it's too special to give the award to somebody like David Fincher at this point, even though that film is still special and it does mean a lot to David Fincher. Obviously, with the connection with his father, um, it would just it would be pretty surprising at this point. Yeah. It really would be because I really do feel like Chloe Zhao has it in the bag in yeah, her living sure. room already. Like this is a, a lock. Uh, I'm with you though, Sabrina. If I'm being honest, Lee has a chunk for Minari. Mm-hmm. I really do feel like that is something special there. And a lot of it is just based off the performances you get from the from the cast. Uh, yes, and then the, the combination of obviously the score and the cinematography that is a director's mm-hmm. job as a whole is to kind of bring it all together and I think he killed that so that's my choice but I think it's Chloe Zhao for sure uh, speaking of which yeah. we are finally there men and women we have arrived at best picture which has I think nine nominees let me read it out uh, the best picture nominees are The Father Judas and the Black Messiah Mank, Minari Nomad Land, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and everyone's favorite is going to take it all. Senate. Trial of the Chicago Seven, <laughs> uh, who just won a SAG award. So, low key might be an upset. It might. It, it might, might. It really. This it is won't. exactly what I was. <laughs> no, I'm. Guys, no. I would. I'm. It's possible. It is not 100%. Oscars for Molly's Game. Hashtag Molly's Game deserved all the awards. <laughs> not Molly's Game. On, it's the same thing as Molly's Game. It's no, the same thing. I'm nervous. Molly's Game is it, better than this. They Ooh, won. Shots fired. It is better. Uh, they won Ensemble, and that bodes really well, usually, for something like a it best does. picture, unfortunately. That is something that people look at a lot with this one. Um but also, Nomadland wasn't nominated for something like that. So that's also something you have to take into account. I think I think it's Nomadland's to win. But I personally, again, I'm going with this one. Um, Minari would be my personal choice. Everything that Andre said in the last one, uh, the performances from every single um, member of the ensemble, it just is something so special. It stuck with me. I couldn't stop thinking about it for days. I loved Nomadland. I really, really enjoyed it, but it did not hit me the same way Minari hit me. Minari and Never Really Sometimes Always were the two most emotionally impactful films that I had seen in the last year. I would love for it to go to a film this special. Yo, if Trial of Chicago 7 gets it, yo. <laughs> Eddie Redmayne, 
goes up there, gives a great speech. You imagine Eddie Redmayne taking the Oscar like he did last time? Uh, uh, I'm going to just say mine. It's going to be No Man's Land. It, it, it's it's yeah. so guaranteed, in my opinion. I really do feel like this is Chloe Zhao and everyone's talking about No Man's Land. Um, but I do feel like it should be Minari. Uh, I, I think Minari is just f- phenomenal how it transcends so many uh, people's stories, even though it's just not the same culture. I'm not Korean, guys, but I saw myself in that movie more than I've ever seen myself ever. Uh, and that's saying a lot because I really did feel like this is literally my story. First, uh, um, I'm an immigrant as well. My family is so I'm first generation American. Uh, so my dad came to this country. All we spoke was Spanish. Uh, worked in a, in a very hands-on type job uh, in, a, in a very overwhelming community. So it's, it's definitely a story that I feel like a lot of people I've seen on Twitter relate to so much, even though they come from like the Middle East or um, South yeah. America or Europe or other parts of the nation. This is very much uh, uh, an immigrant American story. And it's, it's, I think it's the most timely thing that you can possibly deliver uh, but yeah, that's my decision. But that's what I would decide. So no, I agree 100% because um, I'm also first generation American. And I just saw like bits and pieces from my own childhood, the stories that I've been told about my family and their entire journey. And out of this entire list, like this really does, it like celebrates the idea and the interesting concepts of like, both Nomadland and Minari kind of tackle like the American dream, but in such different ways. And the way Minari tackled it just, I feel like resonates with me and genuinely is so timely. Uh, so yeah. that's why I, I agree with you. What do you think RB3? Uh, yeah. I mean, I agree with everything you are saying so far. I definitely think, um, I mean, obviously Minari is, is, is magnificent and wonderful. Um, but I'll probably personally say, I'll probably go no man's land for both will win and should win. Um, I do think it it is one of those. Um, I think it's a very unique film. I think that it, I think it's such a brilliant portrayal of what like America is now in such an honest way. Um, but also evaluating like what, you know, what we are not just America, but what, as we are as people, like what humans are as individuals, we're just constantly searching for answers and, I don't know. I think in a year of like 2020, where we explored a lot of that, like indoors, it's kind of nice seeing a movie that's like all outdoors kind of live with that. Um, also, too, before 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 I, I, I uh, pass the mic over one more time, I do want to shout out the uh, documentary uh, that I hope to win uh, time on Amazon Prime. I didn't even expect yeah. this movie to be nominated. I didn't I think it had, I didn't even think it had a chance to be nominated, but I'm pulling for it to win now. No uh, boy state. I want to care about no boy state. I thought boy state was going to be in there, but it's not. And uh, Crip, Crip Camp is probably going to win, though. That's the one. That's Obama's. I, I disagree. I think it's going to be um, I think it's either going to be time or collective is collective in there. Collective is nominated, but yeah, I, I think, think it's time or collective. Yeah, I think they have a hard time with foreign documentaries because there was a year that there was a similar year where there was like a foreign film nominated for both best foreign language film and best documentary. Yeah, and they gave that it was the year. Honeybee movie, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, for best documentary short film, real quick, um, a love song for Latasha, very beautiful story. You can find that one on Netflix. Um, it's about the young lady who was um, unfortunately killed by 
a uh, shop owner in in the early 1990s in South Central LA, um, and that was one of the sparks of like the LA riots and stuff LA like that. Riots, Very yeah. undertow story. Um, and if you want to watch that film, I think that's probably the front runner to win. I've been seeing a lot of people talk about it, and I think it's a, it's a great film and adds a new perspective to something we you know been talking about for a long time. So uh, before we go, Sabrina, any shout outs you want to give? Yeah, I mean, I love to see uh, two two uh, movies directed by women. Obviously, should on the three. list for best picture, should be three. I won. Oh my god, Regina King body. Regina King should have been in there, man. She really should have. I, I would it. put she over there over Fincher. hundred percent. I really, yeah. I really do agree with you. Another thing, I'll shout out uh, Delroy Lindo, of course. That snub RB three and yeah. I had already talked about about it when we did our live stream. The four best uh, actor performances, Delroy Lindo, Chadwick, Riz Ahmed, Steven Yen, those were definitively it. Um, but, you know, sometimes like your, your favorite ones get snubbed. I think, I think honestly, his and Chadwick's are neck and neck, like the best performances of the year. So to not even see him get a nomination, get the accolade is kind of disappointing. Um yeah, I also Charlie Kaufman, guys, didn't nominate. I'm thinking of anything just for adapted screenplay. Not not anything else. Just give me that little sprinkle of adapted screenplay and I would have been happy. Um, but overall, I'm genuinely impressed. Obviously, we do have kind of our, our easy choices, our safe choices, the stuff like Hillbilly Elegy, Trial of Chicago 7, The Greyhound and News of the Worlds of it all. But but overall, I'm actually impressed with how interesting these nominations are, like all these different types of stories from different types of storytellers. That's something that I love to see. I think this is a really good reflection of the films we've gotten over the last year. It's really interesting because I really do feel like we're about to reach and we'll talk about it in later podcasts. So hopefully you guys stick around. If you're watching us for the first time or listening for the first time, uh, you could subscribe to First Cut. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple. Uh, we're on YouTube, but we will be talking more about the Oscars. But I really do feel like this year is going to be kind of insane as far as how much the viewership is going to drop. It's going to be massive drop. Uh, it's been dropping for the other award shows, but the Oscars one is going to be a big, big dip. Um, and it's really, I, I think there's going to be a conversation to be had, maybe not this year, but next year, as far as what the movies are that we're picking, whether it be Trial of Chicago 7 or Nomadland um, or all these other t types of movies that are a little bit more not as exciting, I guess, is the word to use. Um, but we will see. Uh, the only other thing I want to say, and I'll end the note here, is that Daniel Kaluuya is going to win an Oscar. I'm saying it now. And I saw this guy, Black Mirror episode two, shout out to Black Mirror episode two, riding that, yeah. that bike, uh, yeah. dancing his butt off just to get to the girl and save her from being sold off. Uh, a yeah. really crazy, beautiful, insane episode of TV. I saw him in that and I was like, that homie is legit. And I'm so excited for him to win it. So uh, Yo, shout he... out to Daniel Kaluuya. That really is crazy because back in like 20, like 2009 or something like that, he was in this little teenage show, basically like a British Degrassi type of show called Skins. Oh, oh. And that's where I saw oh, him for the first yeah. time in like, yeah, 2009, 2010. Uh, it is amazing. And I saw him then and I recognized him immediately in Black Mirror. So I love that you mentioned that. Yeah. And then he, from there, obviously he did a, a small role in Sicario. Uh, and then went to uh, Get Out, which obviously I, I felt like I was so excited when he got nominated for that because I still feel like he was so worthy of that nomination. So good in that movie. And that was my favorite movie of the decade. 
Uh, so Daniel Kaluuya means a lot to me. Shout out to my bruv, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. My bruv. <laughs> my bruv. Uh, <laughs> it's all good, bruv. Uh, either way, guys, for the first crew, uh, Sabrina, where can everyone find you? You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SabrinaXMonica, also on Twitter at SabrinaOnFilm. RB3. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at DirectorRB3. And I'm at Squad Leader Ace, guys, on Twitter, Squad Leader Ace. I'm going to be tweeting more about anime stuff as well, so be tuned in for that, uh, as well as basketball stuff, so be tuned in for that as well. Uh, either way, guys, for the first crew, we're piecing out. Peace. <laughs>